Alright. This is MMD here with chapter seven of Steel Steel Like an Artist on the Garbage Cast. Let's get right to the point because I'm running out of battery. Chapter seven is geography is no longer your master. There's two components to it. There is the world building and then there is the idea of travel. So first, it's a blank page, then there's a picture of a sky. So part of it is building your own world. You don't have to live anywhere other than the place where you are to start connecting with the world you want to be in. That's a chapter, like a quote directly from the book. And what I wrote was, if you don't have an artistic community to call your own, some group, some social collective of artists willing to share, discuss, commiserate in the artistic process you find yourself in, parentheses, and can relate to in your own backyard, the author suggests finding one online. While you do that, he suggests that you add things that you love to your creative space. What you like, what inspires you to dry out your creativity. Make your space your own by building your own little creative world. Simple. And hopefully by surrounding yourself with things that you like, um, you will be more likely to create in that space, whatever it is you do. If you feel stuck somewhere, if you're too young or too old or too broke, or if you're somehow tied down to a place, take heart. There's a people of community, uh, ah. there's a community of people out there you can connect with. And then he's referring to the internet. So that's the other thing. If you can't make your own uh, creative community, there's one online for whatever it is you do. If you paint, you can find other painters online. If you podcast, you can find other podcasters online. Um, unless you're in some sort of super niche creative or art form that only occupies just you and I guess it wouldn't be really it would be really hard to be in a space all of your own but I guess if that existed then yeah no you can't find a creative space and I guess unless it's something that is like taboo if your creative space is murder then probably can't find a murder well I guess you let's just stop that there uh Franz Kafka wrote it isn't necessary that you leave home sit at your desk and listen don't even listen just wait don't wait be still and alone the world will offer itself to you and Kafka was born a century before the internet
The other thing is enjoying captivity. All you really need to create is a little space, a little time, a place to work, and some time to do it. Some self-imposed solitude and temporary captivity. Another quote from the book. I think that's pretty true. All you need is some temporary solitude. Like I have right here. Temporary solitude. Anytime someone could roll up on me or some other thing could distract me from making this podcast. Like finding out that the sound is really awful and windy. Um, or very noisy because I'm right beside the highway. There. But this is the space that I have, so I'm going to use it. Um, he talks about, you know, going to the barber um, or going to the bookstore or it's a special barber without Wi-Fi and no uh, electronics allowed. And you just sit there and you work on your poetry, your blackout poetry, in the case of the author, or whatever it is you do, so long as it's a, an, an analog type of art. If you sit there and podcast, I guess it wouldn't be really cool, would it? Um, anyways, so that's a whole page wasted on how to find solitude by going to the bookstore and reading a book in the mall. And or going to the barber shop, but basically, it's really easy to create if you really want. You just need to go and do it. Find a place that you can create. Ooh. Oh, pump trucks coming near me. They're gonna spin around. All right. So now here's the second part of the chapter leave home. It's the second subtitle and to address the the actual title of the chapter the overarching subtitle to say geography is no longer our master isn't to say that place isn't important. Where we choose to live still has a huge impact on the work we do. Also from the book And what I wrote was, that impact is growth. The author argues that in order to evolve as an artist, one should leave home to experience a different way of doing things, a culture, etc. We get too comfortable in our hometowns or countries, and travel broadens our horizons. He seems to believe that in order to be a, an effective artist, you need to pick up and leave every once in a while. That... Uh, that travel, that the moving seems to spur creativity. I don't know if that's a stable way of living. I would not always say. But as someone who still lives in the town they were born in, maybe I am not qualified to say that. I mean, I have traveled. I have lived away from home and when I was in university 
uh, not that far. And then they show a picture of distance. It's a, it's a graph. It's distance and insight and it's a plane and it's a curve up saying the more distance you have, the more insight you have. He says, travel makes the world look new and when the world looks new, our brains work harder. And he talks about the time he lived in England or the time he lived in Cleveland. Um, one of the, the easiest ways to recharge creatively, creatively, why am I speaking like this? So that was super windy. One of the easiest ways to recharge, uh, recharge. I said it correctly there. Where was One of the easiest ways to recharge creatively, to figure out what to make, or to experience new sights and sounds, new techniques to apply your craft. To apply to your craft, sorry. Or new topics is quite simply to travel. It makes the world look new. I think when you connect with different sensory experiences and different people, you can sometimes achieve a different output. And I guess part of crafting and being an artist and developing a craft is to hone, fine tune the output. Oh, there's the inside distance picture. And here's another quote from the chapter. Where should we choose to live? There's a bunch of different factors to consider. All of them depend on your own tastes. Personally, personally, he thinks bad weather is necessary to make good art. If you don't want to go outside, you're going to stay in and make art. He talks about living in Cleveland, and then he talks about living in... Uh, apparently Cleveland sucks for weather it's just terribly cold uh, and he talks about living in Texas where it's terribly hot so if you can subscribe to this creative theory of how to be a better creator and you can move he suggests That in order to make better art, you need these things. Number one, we said, was bad weather. Stay in, make art. Two, good food. Three, to live around interesting people. Not necessarily other artists, but it can be other creators. It's just people who inspire you to make. If that is just your dad, or your mom, or your brother, or... A dog then so be it I guess I don't know he's not too clear as to how to surround yourself with this community as of yet you just reach out to other people and you have people around you that inspire you whatever that means
Oh, and then you move again. Because even when you get, co uh, you get comfortable in a place, she says that in order to like change things up, you have to move again. So number four is to move again. So have fun living with a Cronin. Yes. Oh, here we go. Maybe this will illuminate this idea of interesting people. Here's directly from the book. It helps to live around interesting people and not necessarily people who do what you do. She says, feels a little incestuous when he hangs out with only writers and artists. And so he enjoys many filmmakers, musicians, and tech geeks who live in Austin. And then there's that part about food. You have to have cool food so that you are fed creatively, socially, spiritually, and literally. And literally. So, you have to feed your, your soul, whether it be your artist's soul or your travel demons that keep making you leave wherever you are and move somewhere else so you can create like some sort of beatnik in that Kerouac sense or maybe Neil Cass I don't know then so be it because you're, you're an artist so you gotta move all the time never stop then there's a blank page and then there's chapter 8 so that's chapter 7 of Steal like an artist. Keep moving. Never stop. <laughs> or else they'll get you. I don't know who they are. But they will and they'll stop you from making your art. This has been the MD. Hopefully this isn't too windy. I'm trying to make my art. And this is, again, the field I've been given. This is what happens when you make an outdoor podcast. You run into wind. I'll see what this sounds like later. I might be just like disjointed rambling, but I don't think so. I think I've covered it. I've been moving the whole time. That's the other thing. I I've embodied this in that sense. I I'm moving constantly while recording this. So that way I'm not stuck. Literally and figuratively. This is only 10 chapters, as I said. Or maybe I haven't, because I've recorded this multiple times. And this, we're coming up to chapter 8. So, we're almost at the end point. The end times here. I don't know what I'm going to do when I don't have access to this field. Because this is a cricket field. And there's cricket and rugby, indoor hockey, and baseball, and baseball, and events here. I guess I'd have to go to the dog park. But with only two chapters left, I'm not that worried. There's a two chapters and then a conclusion. And I guess I could always record it inside. Anyways, I want to see what this sounds like and see if I really need to redo this. This has been the MD. 
here with chapter seven of Steely Canardis with the silent co-host Tilly. Another one is in the books. Read it.
Some days I 